Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for May 30 of 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. And in this series, I'm going to talk about fellowshipping with God and then fellowshipping with other people. So in the first part of the series, I've just all been teaching about fellowshipping with God. This is part 21 of the series. And what I'm going to do today because I like to teach by precept and example, is I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you a testimony of what it looks like to kind of fellowship with God, to walk with God, to do what God is telling you to do, and to walk this thing out by faith. So I'm calling this a testimony. God knows what he's doing. Our God, who sits on the circle of the earth, who made plans for you before the world began, he knows exactly what he's doing. In our last message, I taught from Psalms 139. And in that message, David beautifully painted a picture for us to where God knows everything. There's nowhere we can't go uh, where we would be outside of God's presence. And there's no thought that we could have that God didn't already know that we were thinking. He knows our thoughts before we think them. He knows our words before we speak them. He knows our actions before we take them. God knows all things. And so along those lines, you know, flowing in that same vein, I want to share testimony with you this morning. All right, here we go. So Isabella and I um, just spent the last five days in the Dominican Republic. And many of you know that we have a church and two schools there, but you may not know the story like behind it, right? So the the whole story behind it. And so I'm going to share the story with you because I believe it lines up with the message that I've been teaching. So Isabella and I retired from the United States Army in 2015. I served for 25 years. She served for 21 years. And we had a joint uh, retirement, a dual retirement ceremony on May 22nd, 2015. And uh, after that, we took a few months off. And as part of our time off, uh, we spent a month in the Dominican Republic that summer in 2015. And so as a child, I visited the Dominican Republic every year, sometimes more than once a year. But in my 25 year career in the army, during that whole 25 year span, I only visited the DR one time in the whole 25 year span. And so because of that, when I finally went back to the Dominican Republic, of course, my family was, was happy to see me there in my hometown of La Vega. And while we were there on vacation, 2015, just retired from the army, not really sure what we're doing next. Uh, I mean, we had some plans, we thought, and then God has just been leading us a different way. Uh, but we're there on vacation, kind of, you know, we think we know what, what, what we're doing next, but not really sure, just kind of being led of God. The Holy Spirit moved upon my heart to purchase a home there in La Vega, Dominican Republic. Now, this is not a vacation spot. It's not like this is not Punta Cana, this is not Puerto Plata. There are no resorts around. And so it's not like the beach is nowhere near. This was not like a, a vacation type, you know, destination. This is just my family's there. But God moved on my heart because something was going on. So the God moved on my heart to, to purchase a home there. And so I told my wife about it. The Holy Spirit was very clear with us concerning it. So we went, we saw this particular property, it was being built, and God said, this is it, this is your home, you need to buy it. And so it was like, okay, well, fine, we're going to do what God says. So we told my family about it. And my family thought, of course, they love us, right? So they thought we were making a mistake. They were like, oh man, you guys haven't been here. Uh, Isabella, you've never been here before. Uh, Rick, you, you haven't been here so long. Yeah, you, you're on vacation, you're emotional, I got it, but you can't make a permanent decision based on temporary emotions and all of this type of stuff. And, uh, and I said, yeah, I appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you for looking out for us. But <laughs> God is telling us to do this, so we have to do it. We don't even know why. And so, so we were doing what God said, but we didn't really know why. So we got back to the United States. First of all, we, we came to an agreement while we were there. We got back to the United States. And as soon as we did, we sent the down payment. And it was a large, you know, it was a sizable down payment. 
It's not like we made a lot of money while we were in the army. So that, that was a significant for us. So we sent that down payment. And then I start the process of finding a mortgage, right? So I was like, I'm, you know, I, I purchased many homes. No, no big deal. I'll call my mortgage guy and get a mortgage. And then, you know, we'll just make payments on it, that type of thing. And so to my surprise, I found out that I could not get a mortgage in the United States for a property in the Dominican Republic. Okay. So once I found that out and I already had a bunch of money obligated, you know, it's not like we had a lot of money. So I'm like, what do I do now? And uh, so I take this to God <laughs> and, you know, it's like, like, like we're bringing news to God or something. So I take this to God and God's like, don't you think I already knew that you were not going to get a mortgage? I got you. I never told you you were going to get a mortgage in the first place. And so long story short, God made a way for us to pay off that property in 12 months, cash, no interest. So we, we, we paid it off. God gave us the money for the furniture, the whole nine, right? So to God be the glory, God is a provider. So after that process of purchasing the home that was in motion, um, a couple of months later, in September 2015, the Lord then started talking to us about Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. Now, Isabella already had a heart for Haiti and for Haitian children. She went to Haiti after the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, and she already had been on a missions trip there, and, and she was already going to go back on multiple missions trips, and she has, to Haiti since then. But um, we didn't know about like Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. So what happened was when the earthquake happened in 2010, the U.S. received like 80,000 Haitians. Other countries received other, you know, refugees. And the Dominican Republic, since it's on the same island, actually received over 1 million Haitians came over to the Dominican Republic. But the problem was that they came over without papers. And so the Dominican Republic gave them a certain amount of time to get documented. Many of them did not. And so like the issue that's going on in this country, now you have a bunch of children that were born to undocumented aliens. And, and unlike this country, those children can't, you know, they're having issues getting into school. So the Dominican schools are not accepting them or making excuses as to why they can't attend. And now you have a situation where a whole generation of Haitian children are being raised in the Dominican Republic. And if they don't get an education, you know, that's going to be bad. If you have a 14, 15, 16 year old boy or girl, uh, that doesn't know how to read or write, doesn't have an education, then that person is going to be of really no benefit to themselves or to society. And they're going to wind up doing things that are going to be detrimental to them and detrimental to everyone around them. Right? So, so that's a bad situation to be in. So, um, that then led to a bunch of Haitian pastors saying, okay, well, we're Haitian pastors in the Dominican Republic. Let, let's start some schools that maybe we can help these children get an education. And a lot of them did. And they've been asking for support from the U S and so we made some connections. And in October of 2015, we found out that in La Vega, my hometown, there were multiple of these schools. And so we said we were going to go visit and we, we connected with some missionaries and we were going to go visit about 10 schools and pray about which one of these 10 will the Holy Spirit tell us to partner with or take over or whatever it was. And so we go. Isabella and I, October 2015, now, I'm, you know, we had already obligated funds in July. So we go. We visit about 10 schools, and then when we met, um, one of them, Pastor Idovin, um, he was overseeing two schools, actually, and one was meeting in a little shack, literally a shack, and he had about 60 or 70 kids in a shack that had two rooms in it, and one of the rooms was, was, was small, but he actually had two classrooms going in one little room, so he had about 20 students facing this way and about 30 students facing that way in one little room. And he was telling us that he would like to have a fridge to give them something cold to drink, that he tries to give them cereal sometimes, 
but you know they were basically struggling to get by. And then he has another school, so we went to go visit the other school, and it was that one met in the afternoon, and basically they were in some something like an alleyway type of thing with a tarp over over them, and they were basically having school outside. In the Dominican Republic, it gets hot, it rains, all of that. They were outside basically having school, and these kids just wanted to learn. So the Lord moved on our heart to partner with Pastor Idobi to take over the schools, basically. And, uh, and he accepted, and God knitted us together. And so, long story short, over the years, we've grown from 120 students back in 2015 to 161 students today. We moved them into uh, better facilities. Um, we've grown the, the schools to go from pre-K all the way up to sixth grade. And Pastor Idowil actually put his church, he has, he has a church he has started, and he put that under our covering as well. And so um, three days ago, this Monday of this week, RIP Ministries, Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries purchased a plot of land in the Dominican Republic in La Vega uh, outright, um, paid for the land cash. And now that land is going to, we're about to start a construction project where we're going to have a two-story school with 10 classrooms, two offices, a kitchen, a cafeteria area. It will be connected with the over, you know, overhead kind of walkway to the church, and the church is going to seat 200 people. On the other side of the church, it will be a basketball court and soccer goals and that type of thing so the kids can play, and these kids will get a Christ-based education. We're going to grow a 7th grade and 8th grade eventually, and we're also going to grow from 161 children to 200 children. We provide every child right now. We have been for years and we will continue to provide every child and every staff member a hot meal every day. So we're giving them a hot meal. We're giving them a Christ-based education. Uh, we're going to grow the church, grow the schools, and this is what God has given us to do. So, and we're extremely thankful for what God is doing. Isabella and I got back yesterday from the Dominican Republic. So what does this mean to you today? You're like, Rick, that's a great story. I got a lot of stuff going on. Okay, I got it. Before you leave the screen, I got four things for you. All right. So here we go. Four things to share with you on this morning. Open up your heart to receive. Here we go. Number one, you're not always going to know what God is up to. God told us to purchase the land in July of 2015, and we didn't know why, but we just had to do it by faith. And then God talked to us about the schools. We didn't connect with the schools until October of 2015. But see, if God told you everything up front, then what fun would that be? It, you, it would not require faith. God has called and commanded us to walk and live by faith. And living by faith means that you're not going to have all the answers. You won't always know why you're doing what God is tell you, telling you to do, but you still have to do it because if God is telling you to do it, then by, by faith, you must go. You must launch out to do. You must cross the faith lines where if God doesn't do it, it won't get done. That's the life of faith. Number two, God is a provider. God made a way for us not only to purchase the home in the Dominican Republic, to do it debt-free, and now God made a way for us to get the land debt-free, and we're believing, God, that we're going to build the project. We're going to build everything debt-free as well. You know why? Because like I always say, if it's God's will, then it's God's bill, right? I mean, if it's his will, then it's his bill. If he's giving you vision, then it is because the provision has already been stored up for you. Number three, vision is incremental and it is also progressive. God is not going to give you the entire vision up front, but as you walk with him, we're talking about fellowship, fellowship. As you walk with God, God walks with you, 
then you'll get vision, the vision that you need to maximize the season that you're in. And before you end out this season and walk into the next, God will give you vision for the next season. It is incremental. It is progressive. The more you walk with God, the, the more you can handle, the more he'll allow you to see. And then he gives you vision for this season and then prepares you for the next season and gives you vision for that season when it comes. And wherever there's vision, there's already provision stored up. So you walk with God and it is a journey. This is how we're supposed to live. You can't just know God in a book. You got to know God through experiences. Number four, and finally, God is going to see to it that this building project in the Dominican Republic gets completed. It is a blessed project, but I want to give you an opportunity to be part of it. You're like, man, Rick, this is great. That was a great story. God touched my heart. Well, if God touched your heart and you want to be part of it, then listen, we got people that give $5 a month. We got people that give 500 a month, right? So it's not a, a, the size doesn't matter. If you want to be part of it, you'll be a partaker of the grace that's on this project. Then we would like for you to give a donation. Um, Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit organization in the United States. Isabella and I take no money from the ministry, never have. This is not, we don't do this for money. Um, so thankfully we're in a position to where we don't need to. So, so we don't, the money doesn't go to us. The money goes to ministry. All the donations in the United States are tax deductible. And if you would like to make a donation, go to RIP Ministries, RIP Ministries.org slash donate, or just go to RIP Ministries.org and click on the donate button and, and make a donation. Partner with us. You can make it one time. You can make it monthly, whatever you want to do. Uh, but be a partaker of the grace that is upon our lives and what it is that God is doing. I pray that this message encouraged you today. Let, let me close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice now and repeat after me and speak this over your own life. You ready? Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for making plans for me before the world began. The book of my life has already been written. All the days of my life were mapped out before me, before I ever took one breath. So I enter this day knowing that I am destined. I open my heart to hear and to receive what you already planned. You give me vision and I respond in faith. I launch out to do what you lead me to do. Even when I don't understand what is going on, I am your child and I live by faith. You give me vision and as I live by faith to bring it to pass, I receive the provision that is already stored up. This is an amazing life. I am honored and privileged that I get to walk with you. I don't just know you in a book. I experience you, Father, every day in every way. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I hope this message encouraged you. It's a testimony. It's, this is just, it's real life stuff. So I like to teach by precept and an example. This is an example of what it looks like to walk with God. I pray that you walk with God today. And do me a favor, before you leave the screen, please share this message. Click on the share button on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Leave me a comment. I read all the comments. I love you and God loves you. God bless you.